Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome to the Gifted After Show. We are talking episode four, Outmatched. Kate gives someone a literal heart attack. Andy and Lauren go head-to-head in the inner circle, breaks out a mystery mutant, and now everyone's hashtagging mutant uprising. So we have a lot to talk about. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... <laughs> We're fighting. <laughs> you guys, I feel like that's what it's about. <laughs> Welcome to the Gifted After Show. We're talking episode four. There's a lot to talk about. Um, we finally had some reunions. And um, before we get into it, I'm Steph Sabraw. To my left is Tehran. Hi, guys. I'm Tehran. <laughs> we have Heather Wake. Hey, guys. Heather Wake. Steven's not here today, but he will be back next in two weeks because that's when the next episode will be airing. Um, but today we'll be going over the underground and Kate and Reed because we I, we got a lot of backstory with them, and then hit to the inner circle when they meet at the Linwood Linwood Hospital, and then we'll go into Jace's new turn of events that I know Tehran's just dying to talk about. Jace is my man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a special segment with fan art, and then wrap it up with some predictions. But before we get into it, what was your guys' overall thoughts of this episode? Well, Heather, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to decide if I'm like m- more frustrated with the way this episode was written or just like frustrated with the situation that they're all in because mm. I'm just sort of like ah nothing really got resolved and we didn't see a lot of people who I thought we were going to see because we didn't really see a lot of Lorna or um or the Frost Sisters last episode I mean kind of sort of with the Marcos reunion but still I thought there was going to be more there so uh, and then you know the whole the whole teaser with the secret mutant oh that was oh that was heartbreaking so Heather Wake <laughs> as usual was unsatisfied I on the other hand extremely satisfied with this episode I liked it a lot and I'll tell you why 50, because 50, it felt like you know when you're watching let's say a scary movie and you know something's about to happen yes it felt that way the entire episode <laughs> to the point where I felt frustrated in the beginning of the episode and at the end of the episode when I didn't get to see this mutant's face. Like, I just wanted to see your face. Can I just look at your face? Please just look. <laughs> but it was such a, just the tip. It was crazy. It, oh, it so just, you and I both felt the same way. I'm just perceiving the feeling different. I, yes. I enjoy, I enjoy foreplay of this <laughs> show. It was it. amazing. And I, and I enjoyed, and I'll tell you, when, when Andy just won, Blatantly won, and and Steph was very upset. I'm, I I thought that was <laughs> we'll very get satisfying. To it. You're upset. Your your frustration and being angered actually amused me. I <laughs> okay, we'll get to that because clearly I'm upset because I I guess I don't know enough about their comic characters or because I thought that they were equally as strong. 
which makes me think the Frost sisters could be, be playing a part, and we'll talk about that then. But let's. I did like this episode. I thought it was really like I didn't know what was going to happen, but I think it's a really great setup episode for what's great to setup. happen and great it is a setup, insight yeah. into everyone's character. Yes. So with the origin story that we got with the Reed mom situation, everyone was hating, and then the sibling rivalry. And yeah, and now came we to know. Now we know what the inner circle. Well, now the underground knows what the inner circle wants really wants to do maybe maybe yeah we know what they're gonna tell the world they're doing and we know what mom's willing to go to to get it and that let's talk about them so we open up the episode where it's a flashback to 16 years ago um when caitlin is having pregnancy issues and they want her to terminate the baby and i think it's kind of a really great insight to play why she is so crazy about Andy and we see that kind of um, attachment. Yes. Passionate passionate. about Andy. Passionate. I'm sorry. I retract that word. Passionate about her son, which (laughs) makes sense, but you really see the connection that they've had. Um, So do you guys think that this is still like an... We know what she does this episode. Do Do you think her actions made sense? Or do you think that they were too far? I've been a Caitlin advocate this entire time. (laughs) I've been the person pushing the empathy of her character within the context of being a mom. And now, being that we saw this origin story of the pain and anguish she must have gone through in order to birth Andy, that connection is undeniable. Now, if you ever know a parent that has a baby that's a little sick or possibly came to birth in a difficult way, they tend to baby those babies. And that then therefore lays into adulthood it goes into right so you see the concept of the mama's boy before they're even born Mm -hmm. this is a person who a parent might feel is destiny or they're lucky to even exist and so they they over nurture them over baby them and that it would explain a lot about both caitlin's almost obsession with andy and Andy's personality. Andy is kind of a spoiled brat a little, and we see that play out. And now it would explain all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, again, since Caitlin is the only the only real human, at least on, on this side, that we get to see, I think she has to have some badassery. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, like, I can't imagine... Um, the actress, I think it's Amy Acker, like yeah. reading the script and being like, oh, yes, <laughs> this is my episode, my time to shine. Yeah. Yeah. And that lead up was really interesting. We got into they eclipse John and Blink go to find Wire to get more insight because they think something's going to happen soon. And they find out why Wire's been shot, but they have Graf, his brother, who has the same abilities. And, um, Wire was killed by the inner circle, the Frost sisters, and they have the footage. So, but he is an addict. So, Caitlin ends up using that to her leverage, and they clear the system. Um, and then Lauren blink, but in the before that, we see Reed confessing to John about his powers, and he wants to suppress it. What do you? What would you do in Reed's position? What should he be doing for like the good of the underground? Not touching people. Can we discuss <laughs> yeah. that? Can we j- discuss how he shouldn't be just casually patting them on their arm, shoulder, <laughs> dapping them up, shaking hands, grabbing bottles when his powers are coming? Like, bro, your power is to disintegrate anything you touch. At this point. I wouldn't touch anyone. He's going around just handing out hugs. 
You know, he just needs to not touching anyone. That's my number one, number one thing I would do. Second of all, when he makes an attempt to control his powers, it's not to benefit the underground. He actually wants to control his power because he doesn't want them to just resurface anytime. And he's very afraid of his his powers. He's he's been both mentally and physically conditioned to disdain his power. And as we saw with his even his professional self, he had disdained it. Now that he's in a situation, he was still counting on the fact that he didn't have powers and they're coming to life. So he wanted to control them for a very different reason. He wants the easy way out. I'll take some drugs and just be able to block them again. I don't want to deal with this right now. But that's not how life works. Read. I feel like with Reed and Wire, like the undertones of this episode was like a PSA against drug abuse. You know, <laughs> here's what can happen. Yeah, it was Don't really happen. interesting with the both of them kind of struggling. I do like how they give us um, what I like about the gifted, especially is that they humanize mutants a lot and they did it a lot in season one. And we see it now when Thunderbirds telling him like it doesn't work like that. From you, personal experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't suppress your powers because it will manifest differently and then you won't ever be able to control them. Um, and then on the other side of the drug abuse, we have Caitlin who finds out that he, uh, Graf is an addict and then gives him something to make him have withdrawals and then he has a heart attack. Um, but he seems like he ends up going head to head with um, the other the I forget she left the in, she left the underground last the other computer yeah. oriented mutant yeah but it's kind of weird how with the drugs he's able to power up well no it's giving him clarity so the concept yeah. is he's such an addict that he can only feel normal or clarity and it's also a drug when he is high mm. that's where he is his most functional. Right. So when he's going through withdrawal, he's not as effective because he's withdrawing. He's distracted. He's thinking about the drug. But when he's high, he feels that I'm I euphoria is so creepy. Yeah. And the adrenaline jump, too, I think. Yeah, we were both like, he's really creeping us out. I like to that guy. Yeah. Um, And then. But I do think that in terms of the structure, I mean, he just reminds me of my neighbors. <laughs> I mean, I think he did a great job acting, Graf, because you really made me. That was, should be the dare not to use drugs yeah. ad campaign. Uh, but on the other side, the Strucker seem to be getting more clarity as to what's happening on the other side, why Andy's doing this. And they see the video footage of Andy and he is smiling. And at the same time, Lauren, I feel like is getting more clarity, but also is holding on to hope. And this is before the battle. Do you think that the, what do you guys, now that we know that they're, he's, we knew that he's having the dreams too, but do you think that they're actually meeting in their dreams now? Or do you think they're both just dreams? I think there's a significance to the dreams, and the dreams are much more real than simple dreams. I've had dreams, and trust me, I've never won the lottery, right? So in in their dreams, their dreams are clearly some form of telepathic, symbiotic connection that the two have as brother and sister, and as what you expressed as twin powers, even though it's not exactly as we saw in this episode, (laughs) at least as we understand it from the show. I do have my own opinion on that as well. But... (laughs) The dream is clearly something foreshadowing where, A, she knew the color of hair that he had now. And that is a detail which we shouldn't just glance over. 
that's something that's too specific. It's it's something where you're looking back now. It's not now. It's not a dream anymore. It's almost deja vu. Now it's almost a psychic foretelling. It's fortune telling of some degree. So now we have to look out for that scene where they're on that roof and Andy overpowers his sister and pushes her off. Yeah, I think it's going to be a semi-prophetic dream. I, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I think what? it's... What? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if even it has Lauren falling. I don't necessarily think to her death or anything, but I think it'll it'll be a jump scare like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah because she'll be cushioned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With her force field. <laughs> but I also think... Um, because we were talking about getting upset that Andy overpowered Lauren. I do. Th- I mean, I think that his intention was clear in that moment, too. I think there's something mm. about Lauren that doesn't want to go full in. Yeah. Well, doesn't want to hurt her brother, but he yeah. wasn't holding back. Before we get into the fight, that really pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tehran has an announcement for us. Sure. I would love to tell all the AfterBuzzers our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels and join our underground. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yes, thank you. And sorry we can't be a part of the live chat today. We do love having you guys in there. Technical difficulties have prohibited us, but we still know the comments get live. Yes, yes. Okay, so now this is where everyone meets up. We have um we have Reed what's funny. We have Reed uh, in the and Caitlin with Graf, and then the rest of the team, which is Blink, Thunderbird, Eclipse, and Lauren. Let's call them Flashlight, please. Thank flashlight. you. Flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely use flashlight powers this time, right? Yes. Use the flashlight powers on, on Graf. He's like, uh, with the gun. <laughs> and then goes to Flash, like, I'll burn your eye out with my flashlight. Which I, And that's, you know, I, this is where we m- missed Steven. Steven, you were missed. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we can't. We have technical difficulties have been solved. Uh, scratch that. <laughs> We're solved. Technical difficulties. Yes. Okay, so the live chat gods are smiling upon us. They're happy, you guys. So they separate, and um, we. This is a really cool moment. Well, cool and sad that Eclipse lets Lauren know exactly what happened, and she's still in disbelief that Andy just stood by as Reva was putting in the hurt mm. to him. Um, what do you do you think this is the final step for Lauren to understand the severity of what position Andy is in or cuz she didn't believe Eclipse then like what will it take? It will take the building. It will take her being pushed off the building. This is her brother and she's not only sensing the lack of See, here's the thing. It's not just oh, he's my brother so he must be good. It's also we have this connection. We have this special bond. We have these, this bond in which he was going crazy and just seeing me calmed him down. Something she was kind of banking on on this episode and something we actually saw in the backseat of the car as they were driving away. Uh, Andy wasn't as convinced once the action and the deed was done. Andy had 
questions. He was puzzled by his own actions. And the moment, it could have just been, this is almost like a game. But after the aftermath, he realized what he had done, and he wasn't so sure. And neither was Polaris. They both looked at each other in that moment of, are we doing the right thing? Polaris looked a lot more resolved than Andy did. Yeah. What were you going to Oh, I was, just, I was just thinking, I felt like at the end, Andy was worried at how much damage he actually did to Lauren. Exactly. And just left her there. Yeah, I'm confused, you guys, in the chat. If you guys want to school me on this, why is Andy so much stronger? Or are the the Frost sisters playing a part of his mentality? Or is it that he has a cl- more clarity of what he has to do? Yeah, I think it was a circumstantial win, honestly. And I think Lauren will have a comeback. She had a guard down because she still is like Caitlyn, where she does have that hope and that deep love for her brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we think that their powers are equal. Because they're two parts of a greater whole. Are they? They're the Von Struckers. Okay, but they're not twins. So when we see the Frost Sisters, who I still believe one is always uh-huh. going to be more powerful than the other two, when we see these siblings, I don't know why we would think that Andy's destructive powers are more or less powerful than, or equally powerful even, to his sister's force field powers. Yeah, and that's just well, an interesting concept where we love to see balance, mm-hmm. but we don't always get it. Yeah. Well, I guess that is the thing because um, Lauren is more geared towards defense, and Andy is obviously more towards offense. Right? Hers is more contained, and his is more obstructive. Yeah. So I mean, and I feel like his allows for passion to be a part of it. You can see and it's always been his powers have been so passion fueled whenever he's angry and to be throughout shields I think probably requires a little bit more control. Mm-hmm. Um but before we they get into their battle, we see that Lorna, we understand what they're doing there. They're breaking out they're, well, they weren't breaking. They're breaking out one patient who we're going to find out in two weeks who it Ugh. is. Yeah, but in the meantime, as a distraction, they let out all the other patients to distract, which was actually very smart. Did you guys think that that was going to happen? And what do you think they're gonna, the underground is going to do with these patients? Well, I didn't. At first, th- with the patients, I think they're going to be transferred to the Morlocks. That's a perfect oh, home for them. They go. Oh, they, yeah. they fit in with the Morlocks. These are people who need training. They need love. They need Plus care. Plus, it'll bring in the uh, bring in that world more because we haven't really touched on it. And they are more lock ready, right? <laughs> so the Morlocks typically tend to be the people with more obscure powers that are unable necessarily to pass. Something we speak on in uh, communities because this is like. The metaphor is the minority community, right? Mm-hmm. So the concept is passing and not passing, and the Morlocks even talk about that in the last episode. But the fact that they released them was brilliant. I mean, they wanted to escape, and they gave they gave Blink and Thunderbird a choice. They had a choice, and they chose correctly. But it was it was. Just because something's correct doesn't always mean it's right, and just because something's right doesn't mean it's correct. Yeah, that's a good distinction. It would just it, I'm curious to hear you guys, and we've been going back and forth on this. We understand a little bit more of Polaris's reasoning behind why she's with the inner circle. And I know Andy was one of the like his all he always had a disdain for how people treated mutants, and it's, he always felt out of control. Do you guys really think 
that's what's driving him. I know he got really sensitive when Lauren said, I know you're scared. Do you think this is more fear driven or a more he does believe in Reva's vision that she's feeding him? Uh, no, I mean, I think it's purpose driven, definitely. But I I think he's also seeing that um, the ends don't necessarily justify the means and they're not exactly trying to execute the same vision but he, he's also trying to stand by his resolve and it's either that or follow something that he definitely doesn't mm-hmm. believe in which is what the underground does it's interesting <laughs> i i disagree i actually think it's fear you think it's fear and, and that's where the source of most hate groups are right it's well, fear. Yes. the concept is i'm afraid i'm afraid of whatever i'm afraid of losing to black people or i'm afraid of losing something to Muslims or whatever that hate that is fueled, it comes from fear because the concept is is that it's not just the hate comes from nowhere, right? It's not born into you. You you feel that and you don't know what to do and so you lash out. Mm. And even though Reva has super purpose and has created that, with everyone else except for possibly Polaris, it's also from fear whenever you're in an extreme situation and this is clearly an extremism and it's played to andy's fear the Mm -hmm. same way we're going to talk later about jace's fear and how that might play with the purifiers totally it's really from a place of just total loss and frustration and helplessness when you feel those things, it doesn't mean you're right. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's right. But you feel them and then you lash out. You know, no no sane X keys your car when, you know, when they're happy. They're afraid yeah, something they're... happens and then they get upset and they get mad. And it's like, uh, I love you, but I hate you, you know? <laughs> well, this <laughs> is why I'm so excited to find out, and I hope we do find out, Reva's background. Because she is so driven. And like they showed the Strucker, I mean, the show, yeah, the Struckers that she killed off everyone and scattered their bodies to make it look like it was just, like, random. So she will go to any means necessary. And so we see the facade she's giving out to the world now, I guess. It's that she um, locked up, had all the doctors in handcuffs admitting their wrongdoings, which is wrong. We saw what happened with Lorna back in season one. Um, but do we have any more insight on what she's actually doing? or And how do you guys feel about this plan? I just wanted to add, I would also like to know more backstory on the Frost sisters and like how they even teamed up with Reva in the first place. Mm-hmm. But that's another <laughs> conversation for another time. So repeat the question. So with Reva, <laughs> we have the doctors like admitting their wrongdoings, that yeah. they're the ones to blame. And this is starting the hashtag mutant uprising. What do we think? We Do we think this is Reva's main intentions or do you think this is yet another play at a greater plan? It's definitely a play at a greater plan. Reva is very calculated. There is a there is an end goal that she's reaching for. All these things are positive consequences. Mm-hmm. She is getting people on her side, which is actually a form of manipulation where we use propaganda to turn the tide of any popular opinion. It's a populist way of thinking. We've seen this throughout history and in politics and in reigns and changes of power, you get people on your side by creating a cause, what, what, whatever that cause may be. Now, hopefully your cause is on the right side of history. But at the time, anyone's freedom fighter is someone's terrorist. Even George Washington was a terrorist to 
the sovereign. Yeah. So we look on it favorably looking back. And that's the that's the scariest thing is when the bad guy thinks they're the good guy. And Ivan Soto in the chat actually reminded us, Reba wants Genosha. We all know this. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> it is true. But we have to ask these questions because she is a mastermind. And now Love you're going to have the... Yeah, Tehran was happy because... This was so smart to make society think like, oh, what have we been doing to mutants? Locking them up? Like, how dare we? Putting them into these psych wards. And now you have this hashtag, which we know the power of hashtags. So what do we think that the the underground should be doing (laughs) to combat this? Like, what's what's the underground's next steps? Because like Reed was saying, what makes them different now that they're torturing and going to all these means to get what they want? What makes their mission different? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they'll end up going to extremes too. I mean, I, th- I think that's what the season is kind of all about is having um, a reevaluation of how far you are willing to go for what you believe in, or how far you're willing to go to instill the cause that you're trying to create, trying to manifest. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else on the before we move to Jace? Well, <laughs> when it comes to the concept of extremism sure we look at the underground and we look at reva's group and right now it seems like they're on par except the means don't justify the ends and that's what we have to remember is that just because we get something that we want we have to be aware of how we got it and we see things like that whether it's politically with things like the patriot act or whatever it's a slippery slope right and with extremism that slope becomes undefined very quickly the underground is still a voice of hope the inner circle utilizes power and fear Mm -hmm. there is a major difference yeah that's interesting what do you think steph sabra i agree with you that there is always a difference and you have to the means have to you can't just do whatever you want or else you do become what you were fighting against originally and i think we see that in across every generation and every type of people this is what we do we get extreme because we get desperate but i do want to point out nicholas kelly has a really interesting point about in regards to andy and lauren he said technically if we're going comic based knowledge andreas von strucker is technically more powerful than his sister andrea and once andrea died andreas grabbed a part of her skin so Lauren needs to be scared because, like, dear old grand- great-grandpa on... on wait, now it's skipping up. Um, basically, yeah, basically, psychoism runs in that family. Yeah, like, Andy could just be like him and doesn't need her and could kill her. So I really hope that doesn't happen because I'm all of... I like that they're connected. I want them to stay connected. I want that to be a part of their weakness, that they have to stay connected. But Tehran's telling me no. I'm not saying it's not that I don't like it's that it's an unnecessary factor. It's something where we all like to see more in things. But sometimes things are just face value. Sometimes Andy's just more powerful than his sister. Sometimes Andy can kill and that could be the catalyst to him becoming super evil. I mean, the first step to becoming super evil is bleach blonding your hair. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. If you watch 8 Mile, brown-haired Eminem was really nice, but once he bleached that hair, oh my god. All of a sudden rabbit case you know, just and point. Stop. I just I'm just saying. 
I'm really interested to see what happens. But yeah, Andy, him smiling into the camera, like the more that they said it, the more it makes me think that the Frost sisters are in his head. But I'm like, am I being Caitlyn? Like, am I holding on to this? I think you are. I don't (laughs) think the Frost sisters are there. I do think uh, Caitlyn is a nurse and should be aware of things like uh, Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) Stockholm Syndrome is a very real thing where you fall in love with your captor and Reva has been there. And has played this back and forth game with Andy of fear and love and understanding and fear. And that actually causes confusion in the minds of people. I mean, even the CIA tested this on on regular citizens. Yeah. And realized you could control people if you treated them this way. There is a strong understanding and psychological uh, reprehension for Stockholm Syndrome. So, and in some ways, she's been giving the facade of being more upfront. And honest with him, as opposed to his parents who've been trying to protect him and keep him and embracing from his powers. Yeah, yeah. and like, understanding. We, love, we want you to have. Yeah. Power. it's we've seen Magneto do that in the movies. We've seen this time and time again. And Andy wants that. He wants to be a part of the group. He's angsty. He's one step away from being an incel. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I don't yeah, see I think uh, he's got the girls to go. flocking to Andy right now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know that. Plan no, he there. can't no. be. But yeah, Reva's being very manipulative, and it's hard Love because her. she understands him. Like the, his parents, to his knowledge, don't understand. But that's why I think Reed, if he should be telling anyone, it could. I think. Well, I guess Andy can't know because of Reva. But I think that could be bring them closer if he did know that his dad now can understand him on a deeper level than before. Um, let's get into Jace. So he gets a call from, well, he's in a hotel because he's been kicked out by his wife because she's had enough. Well, we don't know if he's kicked out. It seems he's, like He's that. also still investigating. He's still in the D.C. Yeah. area. He's self-investigating. So um, We know he's not getting any text messages back. No, he, she's ghosting. Like ghosted. Ghosted. <laughs> um, so the officer that was originally at the reception of the D.C. office contacts him and asks him to meet. They meet and he is a part of the purifiers and he said we're regular folks who love our species our lives and our families hmm. uh, make america great again <laughs> I, Sounds I, a lot I, I, like I the men with tiki torches i mean but but the concept is once again it comes from fear yes. right it's fear mm-hmm. yes and and i don't Keep our necessarily blame again. them i understand where that fear could come from if there's a guy that could blink his eyes and destroy a building i might be afraid too what is different is being brave. Brave is when it's not just the absence of fear. It's when you're afraid, but you still do something that's right anyway, because you know it's right. The purifiers are, they use that fear and have changed it into hate. And that's what makes it wrong. They're taking the low road when there is a high road to take. And that's what we see a dichotomy that's playing throughout the show. We see it with the underground and inner circle. We see it with Caitlin and Reed. And now we're seeing it with Jace and Officer Kill Em All Tiki Torch, where that's the concept. He shows the tattoo, and he shows their, you know, the mutant swastika, and, it's, and they're ready to go. Yeah, it's more, it's even more than a concept of good and evil. It's a concept of fear-based and acceptance Survival. or hope-based. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, so originally Jace says no, but then... We see later in the episode when he finds out what has been happening uh, in while he's been getting ghosted by his wife, he decides to call him back. Where do we think this is going? I think he's going to wind up with a tattoo on his arm. I have more hope for Jace. I feel that Jace goes down the road and goes down the road because he feels like they can help him more. 
But Jace has his own agenda, and it's not just hate. See, that's the difference, is the purifiers are just hating mutants. Mm -hmm. Jace doesn't just hate mutants. He he dislikes what happened to him on 7-Eleven or whatever. <laughs> 7-15. 7-15. So, so he dislikes what happened, and he's also hopeful that his daughter exists. And that's going to be the defining, redefining moment, because I'm still under the impression that his daughter does exist and is still alive. And here's one thing that I want everyone to remember when we hate Jay so much. He's right! They're still alive! Everything he's pointing to is correct! I understand that he's right. And his right, wife is a horrible person. But not, no, she is yes, not. She is. she is so right because it's she like, what's she gonna do? And she said it last season. What are you doing in our baby's name? What are you doing in your baby's name? Trying and, to find the baby. Oh my gosh, if I was dead or alive and I found out my dad was doing that, I'd be like, stop! Like, Get to you first rule if we're gonna go by like what's smarter and what's right. He should actually try to get to know the underground. Like he, they've been in contact before. He should understand their motives and then see where he's gonna go next. Because all he's done is just go off of the sphere of the unknown and acknowledging what has happened and what could happen. So contact the people that killed your daughter. They didn't. He knows that they didn't. Does he? He knows Eclipse and Thunderbird didn't. But does he? Does he know that? Does he know that the people weren't with them? Does he know the details? You're going based on it because you're the audience to the show. Look at Jace's perspective from being on the show. When you're on the show, he doesn't know. He's not privy to all the information that we are. Heather, what do you think? Well, I was just thinking that you shined a different light on it for me as far as thinking... Just as far as thinking, oh, is he trying to recover his daughter? He, he is, he... very much so. And now, he keeps saying that over and over. I thought he was... More so, trying to avenge her and keeping keeping something like that from happening to daughters like her. You know, sure. There's there's a double. He wants yeah. to know the truth. No, that's interest. That that makes it a little bit more interesting to me. I would I th- I would be super stoked if you know, like oh she's in a phantom zone. Oh, I hope she's alive for sure, so that yeah. she can come and yell at her daddy. But Alyssa Ram- Ramos in the chat and Ivan Soto. Was- been saying that he's going to go full purifier and then end mm-hmm. up bleeding them. And oh. then Ivan Who said... Who hurt you, Ivan? Ivan said the actor already said that. So I'll have to find the link to confirm yeah, that. I yeah, know. Ivan Soto said, sorry, Tehran, you're wrong. LOL. <laughs> okay, well, we don't know yet. And I'm going to say this. He may have confirmed it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't change. There's a lot of seasons left in The Gifted. And as we see, there's a lot of setup. Yeah, there. This episode, there wasn't that much that happened, but I'm really excited for where it's going and set up all the characters in different places. And so, Jace is not beyond being redemnified. There is redemption within yeah, that person. Yeah, he is. He is because he hasn't killed any of uh, many people yet. So many? or any <laughs> many. I but that. He even no, says, but "I love you, you to his wife." Every single he's saying, "I love you," but I have to do this. And his unsupportive, horrible wife <laughs> has just abandoned him. And, and you know, it's interesting there's this news story that played out where where the uh you know the kids were locked up in the basement for 10 years yes. and, and everyone was saying that the parents were crazy by the way everyone was saying that the parents who were still looking for their children were crazy those those kids have been long gone and then that one day for 10 years this child had been locked up in a basement even given birth to her captors uh but baby. he doesn't think that she no but i'm just saying like a parent will always have that hope but- and especially a parent what? what? He doesn't have hope. He thinks she's dead for yeah, sure. But he doesn't think she's dead. <laughs> 
she does. Listen, we're dealing with mutant powers. Anything's possible. You guys in the chat, let us know what you think happened to the daughter. Because I think that she could be alive, but I think Jace knows or thinks that she's dead. But if he, this if is like she's an alive. X-Files moment. But if she's alive. The then, plot thickens. Then uh, I want Ivan to apologize to me. I need <laughs> Alyssa to apologize. I need Steph Sabra to buy me flowers. I mean, this is going to be a big thing. If she's still alive, remember you heard it first. Any other thoughts on this episode? And if, if she's dead, by the way, I'm going President Trump. Elizabeth Warren. Oh Never happened. I'm just letting everyone know. Um, yeah, overall, really cool setup episode. I really want to know who that next mutant is. That yeah. was... That yes. was total, uh, total so bait right now. Their, yeah, their mission was complete. They do have a Mr. Mutant who looks and acts a lot like Eleven from Stranger Things, but we'll see what she can do. It seems pretty powerful as well. Um, but let's get into our special segment. We have a special fan art from Stevenson Johnson. You guys can follow him on Instagram at Stevenson nice. Drawings. Um, and very he, cool. It's just very. It's so cool. Every time I love them so much, and he does it for almost all like the DC, Marvel comics. So we appreciate that. Yeah, I believe I'm flashlight in this picture. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we're only going by yeah Stevenson's drawing with a V. Okay, you guys go follow. Um, so thank you, Stevenson. We love that. Um, any news and gossip? Yeah, I heard Jace's kid was alive. <laughs> <laughs> they confirmed it. I what? said it, it wasn't was me. <laughs> okay, it's just they—they they actually, uh, the kid called me. <laughs> she called me. I was like, still alive. <laughs> oh my gosh! Before we get into predictions, I want to shout some of you guys out in the chat: Ivan Soto, Jonathan Shaw. I don't know what my mutant power is. We'll think about that and get back to you next episode. Um, Rainbow and Fudge. Fudge Vlogs, I like that name. Alyssa Ramos, ZSB Lou, Black Magic ninety nine, um, Nicholas Kelly. All you guys rock. Thank you guys for being with us. If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button and leave us a comment after this video because uh, this the live the live chat will go away. And then if you're listening on iTunes, make sure to rate us five stars and also leave us a comment because we love to talk to you guys too. Uh, let's get into some predictions. Yeah, prediction time. And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> Heather? <laughs> oh man, so much suspense. I mean, I I predict that uh, Andy's going to end up throwing Lauren over that building. Mm. For sure. Mm. So you think way. Lauren's dying? No, I, oh. I think somehow she'll get miraculously saved. But I think he's going to do the deed. And he's going to feel real bad about it. Hopefully. He should feel bad about this. <laughs> She's unconscious. Tehran doesn't care. What's She'd your prediction, right. Tehran? People get shot in the hood every day. You'd be <laughs> all right. First, that Jace joins the purifiers, but then redeems himself... Once his daughter is found alive. That's a big, <laughs> I told you so. Second, that this mystery mutant is going to have an amazing power. And I can't even predict what it is. Because all we saw in a preview was, Wah! and it's like Reva's daughter. Reva, yeah, she's Screamo. No, yeah. it could be Reva's daughter. We don't know. Screamo. Screamo. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay, Star Drew, what's up? Sorry I didn't say hi. You always are here. We love you. Um, my prediction is that I think 
there's going to be another battle next time, but more, like, confrontation. Because this was very quick. Like, they just wanted to get out. Mm -hmm. I think next time there will be an actual head-to-head between them. And then I think we're going to see Blink meet up with Erg again or some sort of communication. And then I'm not really sure. I'm just excited to see where the season's going. I think it's picking up fast. um, And I'm excited for the direction. I mean, we're only on episode four. And a lot has happened. I feel (laughs) like like, it feels like it's all the first episode and the 20th episode Mm -hmm. at the same time. So much has happened and so quickly. It's such a good show. And I swear they get better looking every episode. She kept saying that. They were just like, okay, oh, really? Thunderbird, you are you just glisten mm-hmm. now, bro? You just glisten? And the, can we talk about the hatchet? Are we just going to act Whoa. like that wasn't just, like, that was some, <laughs> look. Don't worry, I'm I, Native American. Yeah, that I have a hatchet. Weird. It was a little much. It was a bit much. I liked it and didn't like it at the same time. <laughs> and, yeah, and flashlight. Oh, yeah. Okay, but... Going off flashlight, and I think this Nas in the chat said my prediction is that Lauren is going to learn how to use her shields in a different way and levels up to her, save herself. Yeah. I think her and flashlight Eclipse have some leveling up to do, and I'm really excited for that. I think Eclipse actually is extremely in control of his powers, except because he has gone supernova before, mm. he's be- become extremely careful with his powers. I, I do think that Reed needs to learn how to use his powers. Clearly, he's going down this, mm. uh, becomes addicted to drugs road yeah. that we're seeing happen no. but he needs to learn how to control yes. and use his powers because it the most pivotal time they will come in handy and something bad will happen before something good happens that's clearly how this that's the entire setup i think of that episode of more bad has to happen before yeah. good happens so we see caitlin losing it and giving up her Hippocratic Oath where she just promised to, you know, save patients. Like, I'm going to OD this guy OD. for, for my, my kid. <laughs> we see Reed. I, I think it's going to go down that path. Oh, well, we have a lot to look forward to in Episode 5, which will be in two weeks. Um, but until then, where can we find you guys? On Insta, you can find me at Heather.Wake. On Twitter, you can find me at Heather underscore Wake. <laughs> Ooh, switching it up. I didn't do anything of that. I don't even switch up my bathrobe. At I am Tehran, all across the board. Find me, love me, keep my name in those comments. I'm Steph Sabra. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. Thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure to hit that like button, and we will see you in two weeks. Do we do spirit fingers? Is that yes. what we do? That's what I, I do. Your Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 